0: Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams from the fresh field smells of the NFL, to the hardwood courts of the NBA, and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host, from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva.
1: ITL is back. Father of the Year has joined back up on ITL. I'm alive and Hello. awake. We are sorry, Josh. No offense. No offense. <laughs> um, but let's let's kick it off. Episode 58, Into the Lab, Season 2, Episode 3. You can see. If Most familiar faces on here, but we'll introduce the whole gang in just a second. I got the dad shirt on, so I am pumped today. And my picks will be based on if my daughter coos or not at the name of the team, and I'm going to pick them to win this week. All right, we're from the beautiful home studio in San Antonio, Texas. I'm your host, Ernest Silva. You can find me at The Sport Gene on any social platform. Excited to be back. Got to watch those games. ITL is hot right now with picks. Well, let's talk about where this episode's coming from. And that's the Blue Collar Media Group. Take a look at their website, www.bluecollarmg.com, where you can see all of your favorite team stories, maybe some of your favorite writers, even some guys that are on here, writing some pieces and getting some good words out there. Let's not forget that Thrive Fantasy is another uh, company that is brought to you here for ITL this week. And place your prop bets. Go ahead and go out there and find your favorite players and see if you can win some money. Based on their stats, Kenny's doing wonders on there. I've I've heard so. Uh, not really. No, not really. Uh, yeah. Kenny's off the, uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: funding their company. That's what he's doing.
1: He's <laughs> funding yeah. their yeah. company. <laughs> yep. He's their biggest <laughs> contributor right now, right along there with Davis. So uh, oh. go. <laughs> Shout out to whoa, whoa, whoa. them with their
3: beds. <laughs> yeah, Dan Davis is dropping his whole college tuition <laughs> on friggin' Thai
1: Fantasy. That refund check. But let's uh <laughs> let's do as always and let's uh get the announcer to cue us right in.
0: And now tonight's starting lineup.
1: From Bali, Indonesia, commissioner of the ITL Dynasty League. He's back. Wrestling expert and beverage connoisseur. Twitter handle at Dre2124. Two, two, Dre Rogers will join us shortly. I always do his intro because he always pops in. All right. From Pittsburgh, co-host of the Puckleheads podcast and co-founder of the Blue Collar Media Group. Twitter handle at SteelCurtainPEH. The man with the most interesting name in the world, Just Paul.
2: Congratulations, Ernest. Well deserved. You're going to be a great father. So happy for you. We're hot with picks. Let's keep it rolling this week, buddy.
1: Awesome. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. And just seeing your face on the screen reminds me, if you're watching this episode and we'll repeat it throughout the night, comment hashtag ELM for the father podcast episode, blue collar media group and ITL is giving away a free copy of Madden and a $25 gift card to a couple of lucky winners. So hashtag ELM in the comments. And if you're seeing this for the first time on any other social platform, you can hashtag ELM on there as well. And then we will put you into the drawing. All right. From Wagner, co-captain of the BCMG stream team and college football expert at D-Dog underscore one, one, two, three, Davis Cordova. What's up guys.
4: Uh, gotta, um, brag a bit. Attending the, uh, OSU versus West Virginia game this week, uh, Sorry, Paul. We're we're gonna beat beat your Mountaineers by a lot, but I'll be able to send you photos and videos. So so that's all I have to say about that.
1: I am digging the all orange Davis. You rock the colors while you're there, man. Have fun at the game.
3: Now, do all we right. do an over under on if Davis wears orange shirts, or is that just for me?
1: That that's I'm just you. Alert. But that's next you. next week we'll put a bet on it for sure. We'll we'll contact the right right, fantasy. Right. Just to be fair, you know. All right, from Regina, co—I mean, host of the Shooter Shoot podcast, celebrating his 50th episode this week. Congratulations to you, Kenny. Kenneth, Cotterell. Thanks for
5: having me. I, I was a tad concerned. I didn't know who my co-host was. I know Steve's been on there a couple times, but he's a tad bit sporadic for my liking. So uh, excited to be here, excited to uh, light it up with some more picks this week. I hope you guys have your notebooks ready. Uh, you can... Definitely follow along if you like and ride the wave.
1: Not to mention, if you haven't been following along, Kenny last week, if you're looking at picks, he went 15-1. and So you might want to pay attention to him a little bit. He's tied for first for the year. I'm not going to mention who the other guy is. From an undisclosed location with a white background, the man behind the grill usually. Tune in weekly for his quick picks on Saturdays at Josh Elliott 9. Josh Elliott
6: gentlemen gentlemen how we doing i've actually been on a massive cooler gambling wise so i thought maybe if i shave my head i get some better juju so we're hoping for a better week so
1: all right josh glad that you finished orange is the new black and of course from boston the host of slightly biased and co-founder of the blue collar media group You voted and named him your general, the new co-host of Into the Lab, Los Angeles Brown's favorite son, the longest intro in podcast history, Twitter handle, at Reisner underscore Steven, the general Steve Reisner.
3: Now, you realize you made the uh, intro longer by adding that it's the longest intro in podcast history, right?
1: That is true. Like,
3: Like You really just made more work for yourself there.
1: That is true. I can't wait to caption this episode. <laughs> yeah.
2: And slightly biased is a real thing. It's
1: yes, not just yes. a unicorn.
3: It we saw, the one. We saw one this there week. There was an episode of slightly biased.
1: <laughs> now there is one more gentleman that's on your screen. He's representing the official butthole account here. That Brandon. Welcome, Brandon.
7: Thanks for having me, guys. Congrats on being a new dad. And Kenny, I heard 50 episodes for you as well. That's awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Brandon,
1: where are you, where are you at? Are you in Minnesota? Sadly, yeah. <laughs> Especially man, you, I thoughts. would have been perfect if it wasn't for your damn Vikings, man. I would it, have been perfect.
7: Uh, it, yeah, it's hard to talk about. Uh, I'm normally pretty optimistic about them, but right now there's not much great to say. So we'll leave That's, it at that.
1: that. That's right. Almost perfect. I had the Saints, too. So don't worry about it. They blew it. But Kenny had the Saints. So Kenny, Kenny, Kenny's really mad at you because he could have been perfect want some money. Well, those are your network champion ITL sports scientists. And we have a three round episode for you today. Round one, read all about it there will be new segments around the NBA first off and then the NFL. And then we're going to do round two with our famous pick 'em segment where each of our sports scientists are going to analyze the NFL primetime games. And we'll make our picks with money line and against the spread in that line in that round. And then round, thing will, round three will be quick. Last time we did round three, it was 14 minutes. I'm going to see if we can match that. And we'll all give our money line pick to round out the episode. So let's jump into round one. Let's hear the bell.
0: Round one, league news and updates.
1: All right, round one. We'll start off with a quick update. The BCMG stream team is back. Twitch.tv slash the sport gene. Or, Davis, plug in here, twitch.tv slash – not alive. Hold on. Uh,
4: Ddogg underscore 1123.
1: There it is, Dog underscore 1123. You can catch our BCMG Street team on there. We're up to 39 wins, people. Next stream is this weekend, so catch us. I may or may not be there. Just kind of depends on if the baby lets me. But let's jump right into it. NBA playoffs, lots has happened. The Rockets decided to let other people win and they are not going to be in the conference finals. So we have a Lakers-Nuggets matchup in the conference finals. Lakers have a 2-1 lead. I'm going to start off with Kenny on this one before we talk about the East. I think a lot of attention's on the East right now, too. Uh, Kenny, you have your Lakers cap on. You're feeling pretty good. Anthony Davis, game winner, was spectacular. Talk to us about the series.
5: I mean, they're pretty lucky to be winning this series right now, let's be honest. I mean – the game, too, they weren't really that great and, and they were able to hold on thanks to the Davis game winner. But overall, the Nuggets have played really well. I mean, Jamal Murray last night, especially down the stretch, was incredible for them. I mean, the Lakers fans were upset with them not coming back. But when you put yourself in an 18-point hole heading into the fourth, I mean, what more can you expect? Um, Nuggets have out-rebounded them two out of the three games so far, which is a tad worrisome. I mean, last night... A.D. Howard and JaVale combined for four total rebounds. Like that is terrifying if you're a Lakers fan to see numbers like that. So that's definitely something that they need to keep an eye on. And I mean, the three ball wasn't falling. They only had six threes last night. Free throws have been bad as well. I mean, I still like the Lakers to win the series, you know, not being biased at all. But uh, I do think that they do have the two best players in this series. And it's tough to bet against LeBron in a seven game series. So... I'm going to take the Lakers still to win it probably in six games.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Let me hear anybody else have a Denver perspective on this series. I know they won game three. I don't think there's many, but anybody giving a shot to Denver and how they've looked Jamal Murray has looked pretty special.
4: Um, I actually, uh, I don't, I don't really think that Denver will win the series. I just think that they can make it seven games, take it to seven. Um, just if Jamal Murray and Jokic keep up the, the offensive work and, and uh, Malone just puts out the, the best sets against the Lakers off of the Laker offense.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Let's head out east. Uh, Steve, you're here on, on, the, on the call today, so let's talk about those Boston Celtics. I'm sure you're feeling pretty good about this series. Uh, you, you, you get a game. You're back in it. I think the game is on, or is it on right now, Steve? Yes,
3: yes, it, it like, is on I couldn't right now. tell
1: because you didn't, seem distracted, just, just, just you didn't started, seem distracted at all. It
3: just started like two minutes ago, so they said it would start at 8.30. So that <laughs> means like 8.45, Eight, yeah. 8.50. You know you know how it goes.
1: How are you feeling about this series, Steve? Miami came out and punched you guys in the mouth. So uh, talk to us a little bit.
3: Well, I've been saying all along, Celtics need to play with more balls. Miami's been playing with more balls. Uh, Celtics looked to do that the other night. Uh but I mean, unfortunately, I'll say this every time that it happens. Tonight is officiated by Scott Foster and Tony Brothers. So tonight is not up to the players. Tonight is up to the NBA and what they want to happen. Which is the Celtics Lakers finals anyway. So
1: Yeah, that would be historic, especially if LeBron could win his fourth beating the Celtics. Kenny, oh no,
3: if- he wouldn't be able to do
1: that. <laughs> not with belated- the ghost
3: of Johnny Most.
1: If, if the Lakers were to win, that would tie the Celtics? Is that right or is it the other way around? The, yeah, the Lakers would tie the Celtics in all-time championships. I mean, that put that in LeBron's legacy, right? That's, that's, that's what the storyline is going to be. They didn't give him the MVP. So, I mean, they got to give him the championship. Am I right? Nope. It's
5: so sick and tired of the officiating side of things. Like, <laughs> I mean, can we give Miami some credit for just being a deep basketball team that's well-coached? Oh, and dude, I,
3: a- I, I give Miami plenty of credit. I just – when Scott Foster officiates a game and the guy has been named by actual mobsters as having fixed games for the mob and he's still
6: a referee, I have to point it out.
5: I mean, it's, if, it's, if it's still a thing. It is
6: massively still a thing for gambling.
5: If Miami does win tonight and they win handily, I mean, obviously, like, we can't point to officiating then. Like, I wouldn't say it's a write-off based off who's officiating. We'll have to see how it plays out, obviously. I mean, as Steve said, there has been a clear bias over the years against Boston. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I I don't know if the Celtics can have four guys score 20-plus points again in a game. But if they do it, then they could easily tie up this series tonight. It's been a fun one to watch for sure. Probably the best East finals that we've had in quite a while.
1: Completely agree. Uh, Brandon, do you, do you have an NBA analysis on either conference championship game?
7: Um, does Kamaru Anthony still play for the Nuggets?
1: That's, that's the all news good. story for the conference championships. <laughs> we'll get back to you when NFL's back on the, on the agenda. Let's stay in the NBA though. Billy Donovan heads to Chicago. I know a few of you voiced your opinion that you thought it was a great idea. Uh, Paul, I'm going to go over to you before I go to the OKC man with Davis. How do you feel about Billy Donovan in Chicago with the young units?
2: I love it. Uh, you know, Billy Donovan does not get enough credit. Um, you know, everybody thought you KC know, was in, like, a rebuild mode this year. They, they were probably the hottest team before the pandemic started. They played well inside the bubble. Um, you know, it, it's weird there in Chicago that that ownership issue. But I feel like he's going to get long-term deal, and he's going to get say in player personnel. They have a nice young core there and uh, with Levine and uh, uh, marketing. Right. That's marketing's there. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that I think Billy Donovan was the perfect fit for it. Um, he was like 80 games over 500, something like that. No KC. I heard today. Red. Um, I just don't know. I don't know what they're doing out there. So maybe Davis can tell us a little bit more. But I, I just feel like Billy Donovan yeah. never gets enough back for what he is. Don't yeah, forget ten. about
4: Kobe White. Kobe White is on the rise for the Bulls.
1: Davis, talk to us a little bit about Billy Donovan. I I know a lot of people say the name kind of attracts talent as well. What does Billy Donovan bring to the Bulls um, that might make that franchise take the next step forward?
4: Um, When I first saw that he was going to the Bulls, like a – I don't know. It's one of the big franchises in the NBA. It it reminded me of the hire with Steve Kerr at the Warriors where they bring in a really good coach – that they have the talent and don't be surprised if they try and trade for a veteran guard, like uh, Chris Paul, maybe to bring in with Zach Levine and Lori Markinen to elevate their gameplay. Don't be surprised if that happens. And
1: yeah, that's very interesting. Um, you know, with the Chicago bulls in the East East now seems a little bit deeper on what teams are going to be making the playoffs next year. Kenny, I'm going to pick on you for just a second. Then we'll wrap up the NBA with one last topic you said the Bulls make the playoffs next year now that Billy Donovan is the coach. And some people were like, wait, wait a second, what about the Hawks? And what about different, different teams that have made steps up? What makes you think the Bulls make the playoffs next year? Just on your initial take.
5: Just to clarify, I didn't say that they were for sure going to make the playoffs. No, that's what you this, said, Kenny. This did I. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what you said. I said, Kenny. I said with free agency pending. That's what you said. I I remembered a tweet. It said, free agency pending. I like the pieces that they have. Otto Porter's great if he's going to be healthy this year. I mean, he wasn't this year. Wendell Carter's another young piece. They've got the fourth pick in the draft, too. I mean, the pieces are there. It seems like they brought in the right coach. It's tough to have a worse coach than the one prior to that. So, I mean, it's definitely a team to watch out for. What were they? The 10 seed in the East this year? Yep. So with the magic dealing with some injury issues and I'm not quite sold on teams like the Hawks. I mean, um, definitely possible for them to get the eight seed.
4: Also the most underrated draft prospect in this year's draft is Obi Toppin. And he could go to the bulls to go with Kobe white, uh, Zach Levine and Lori Markin. And that I would be scared of in the
5: East. Wendell Carter jr. At center too is a nice piece. So yeah.
1: Yep. yeah. It's I, definitely I possible.
5: Definitely be scared.
1: Let's talk about more East rumors to round out the NBA. So if you just missed it, Kenny said that the bulls are going to make the playoffs next year, but in our final piece for the NBA, um, Mike D'Antoni back in the news, seems like Philly is actually really liking Mike D'Antoni over there. And they've said Joel Embiid is on the open market. We are not shying away trade offers. Gentlemen, we talked about this after the ESPN analytics conference. We talked about how, they already decided who their piece was going to be, and we knew that they were going to split this duo up. Where is the best destination for Joel Embiid if he's not a sixer next year? I'm going to go around the room. Paul. Uh,
2: for Embiid or for the NBA? For Embiid. For Embiid. Oh, somewhere in the east, um, maybe like an up-and-comer like Orlando or um, – you know, even someplace like Chicago wouldn't be bad, you know? Uh, the Bulls. For the NBA, for the NBA, they need they need him in New York. I mean, for the that NBA, they need him in New York.
1: Josh, what do you think? Where does MB land? Best for him.
6: Yeah, best for him. Like I was also gonna say New York, but for him, like I honestly I couldn't tell you. I don't know where he would specifically fit in here. Um yeah, I'm going to go with the Knicks. I like that pick. I like him there. That would be unreal for him.
1: It would It would boost up his marketability. Kenny, oh, I'm going sure. to you last. Davis.
4: There's multiple destinations that he could go. I first thought of Chicago, but Billy Donovan never utilized Steven Adams as a center. So, you could go to the Kings with Buddy and De'Aaron Fox, um, or... Could get PG to link up with Ben Simmons and take Joel to the Clippers to hook up with Kawhi. Hmm. That's I, I, I think I think that could happen if it goes on the table.
1: Some popular people commenting on our feed. Jet says Golden State. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna talk about that. Steve, what do you think about where and be best spot to to bring his talents out in the NBA?
3: Sorry, I was just trying to check the score real quick. But um, I actually – I like all those – I especially like what uh, what uh, Davis said with Sacramento. I thought that was a really interesting uh, spot that he named as a possibility. But uh, I like New York Knicks. Uh, that's great for his marketability. That's huge for the NBA if they can actually possibly sell tickets to Madison Square Garden again for basketball. Um, and Golden State, I think, is going to try to put their name in the hat to trade for him, of course.
1: Wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't doubt it. All right, Kenny. I'm gonna get With this. what money? With what money? They'll, they'll, send, uh, they'll, they'll send out somebody. I don't want to yeah. name names. We'll they'll figure out. something out. Kenny, Kenny, tell me, where's Embiid playing? And, and that's best for him next season. I mean, he'll probably end up staying
5: in Philly if he's going to go elsewhere. Like Brooklyn has the trade pieces. True. Why not? Go play big, with KD and Kyrie. Big three in Brooklyn. Or new big three. Another one could be Washington. I mean, Wall and Beal.
6: Yeah, that was another one I was looking at too. That would be a good fit.
5: But I think he's going to end up staying there personally. I think they're more likely to move Simmons.
1: Jet, Jet says, uh, I'll tell you this much, if he's being traded, he's going west. I agree. I think the sleeper in all this is San Antonio. I think Lamarcus goes out the door and he ends up in San Antonio with Popovich. That's right, San Antonio listeners, be on the lookout. Joel Embiid is coming home. Coming home, San Antonio, Uh, and if not, probably Houston. All right, so let's go ahead and end that NBA piece there, and uh, and talk about the NFL now. Brandon's turning on his mic. I can see it happening. Um, Big injury week, guys. I mean, fantasy football implications everywhere. We're all struggling. The struggle is real. Um, that that shit show in in San Fran was pretty terrible with how many people were dropping in that game. Um, I'm gonna start with you, Brandon, since you've been kind of silent. Um, you know, the injury implications seem pretty bad. Is this because of a short off season with no preseason happening, or is this just a uh, bad turfs across the field, bad endurance? I mean, talk to us a little bit about the injuries.
7: I think a big thing has to do with not having a preseason um, when the guys aren't out there going full contact against another. Another team that's going to be going full speed against them, whether or not it's for a quarter or two at a time, they're not really getting that full life experience. I think we saw a lot of injuries back in, what was it, 2011, when we had the holdouts as well. Um, so I, I, there's obviously MetLife Stadium. There's a lot of complaints about that field. And unfortunately, the Niners have to go back there and play the Giants this week. So they're, they're going round two, unfortunately. But yeah, um, shortened offseason, not a lot of full contact. It pays its tolls on the players.
1: So some key injuries I wanted to highlight in today's discussion, and I wanted to see which one's bigger for which team. Saquon goes out for the season. Christian McCaffrey's missing probably six weeks if they take it easy. If they go winless, I don't see why they'd rush him back. Um, bigger hit for the season: the Giants or the Panthers? I don't think either were expecting to make big noise in the playoffs or anything. I'll, I'll shoot this one over to you, Davis. Which one was a bigger hit for which team?
4: Um, I'd say the the Giants. Um. They really didn't have – they still don't know who their backup uh, running back is at the moment, but the the Panthers, they've been using the the air game more than the ground game first two games of the season. So, definitely takes a hit on the Giants.
1: Yeah, I know somebody took Ezekiel Elliott in one of my Austin leagues, and he's smiling because in – first overall, and he's smiling right now because the other two guys are injured. And so um, – You know, when it comes to uh, the Dallas Cowboys, I didn't really want to bring it up, but we might as well bring it up because that was arguably the best ending to any NFL game this season, at least. How about them Cowboys, Kenny? How about them Cowboys? I I do want to say this, guys. Since my daughter has been born, we are undefeated. I am going to say that. Is it a spark of something? We Child don't know. Of destiny. I don't know. Hey, hey we don't and know. the Rockets
4: are undefeated, too. We are undefeated. Are undefeated. We <laughs> have not
1: lost a game. Unfortunately, the Astros yeah. can't stop losing, so that, that she's no good for baseball. But for basketball and football, we're good. We're okay. We're okay. Um, Dallas deserved to lose that game. The Falcons lost it. But, um, you know, for, for you, Paul, if, when you look at that game, and I'm going to go to you next, Kenny, because I know that's our team and we're going to talk about it. Uh, When you look at that game, I know to you, was it the Falcons lost that game or was it more at the Cowboys drove to win that game? And which one spoke out to you more?
2: Well, first of all, shout out to my boy hometown, CJ Goodwin, for recovering that. So shout out to him. Good job. Uh, the, The Falcons definitely lost it. I mean, we teach small children that you can pick the ball up before 10 yards. I've never seen grown men standing around looking at a ball on a football field for so long in my life. Um, but I will say this, the Cowboys didn't give up. They, I mean, they came back. They, I mean, they still put the points on the board when they needed to. Um, I'm never going to discredit a win in the NFL. They they, they got the opportunity. The door opened. They stepped through it. They got the win. Um, also, big shout-out for Hayden Hurst after the game, going up to Dak and giving him some love for coming out for that. That, that's a, That's a great sign of – with everything going on in the world that, you know, you know, we had, we got a white guy and a black guy come together about an issue that everybody faces everybody. So it was, it was good to see that too.
1: I absolutely agree. A lot of people commenting that the Falcons really lost the game more than Cowboys won it. Kenny, I want your 32nd take on this. I know you were probably screaming at the end of that game. Uh, How do you feel about the Cowboys going at one and one right now in that game?
5: So I'm probably a terrible football fan because I was playing in a golf tournament and following along on my phone all day. Oh my gosh. So I'll be honest. I saw 39 to 30, thought that we were done, went, played the hole, came back, and suddenly we won the game. I mean, (laughs) if you lose on an onside kick, then you blew it. Like, you you need to recover that ball if you're Atlanta. I mean – Atlanta blew it more than we won the game. We had no business being in the game with all of our fumble issues early. Agree. I mean, great for us. Great to go one and one after we got hosed
1: by that PI called a week before. So. Agree. Agree. I, I was surprised we were still in the game. The defense played as well as it could only, you know, being down 20 to nothing. You think, what do you mean your defense played well? Well, they started on the Dallas side of the field, four out of the first five possessions. And in that regard, he held them to three field goals and a touchdown. Um, let's talk about, uh, The NFC East, just for a moment, I just want to point out they are garbage again this year. I mean, that is the worst division in football, and I don't think that's going to change for some time now that Saquon's out. Now, Devontae Freeman has signed in New York, in case that's breaking news to anybody, Um, but Holy crap. That division is crap. And so uh, I have some, a friend of mine, Dell Powell posted that Atlantis protesting the game because Dallas used a COVID ball on the onside kick. So nobody wanted to touch it. That's actually pretty good. I hadn't heard that one yet, uh, Dell. So thank you for that. Round one, that is going to be brought to you by the Porteo Group. If you are business looking for exporting or importing products to and from Mexico. Look no further than this group today. The Porteo Group works with companies like Nestle, Colgate, L'Oreal and many others. Find them on www.porteogroup.com and mention ITL for discounts and bargains for your company today. The Porteo Group, a Houston based company with over 30 years of experience for you. All right, here we go. Round two is our primetime picks. Let's start it off right. Let's get our picks in again. I am 25-7, and tied with Kenny at the top for 25-7 and for the year. Let's hear what we got right after this commercial break. Welcome to Alamo City. Or is it the military city? Or is it the Riverwalk City? What in the world do you call San Antonio? You can find all the greatest and latest information on SATX Rated, proud sponsor of the Into the Lab podcast, and a big partner when it comes to finding your way around San Antonio, Texas. Go find SATX Rated on all major social platforms. Follow them, like them, share them. They're here for you. SATX Rated. Find out what San Antonio is made of.
0: Round two, weekly pick'em and game outlooks.
1: All right, that's the bell. And round two is our primetime pick'em, NFL style. And we're going to start off this primetime pick with Thursday Night Football, which is going to be those wonderful sleeper of the week, in my opinion. You know, Dre never showed up. That I'm just thinking about that. Dre never came on. I did this whole intro and everything. I'm going to have to edit that out now. All
3: Do right. you know if he's
2: alive?
1: I don't know if he's yeah. alive. I'm, no, I, you know I'm, what? Because he, he'll he be on here tomorrow. He'll
2: be on the group chat tomorrow like, I'll be, where are we at, guys? Where's everybody at? That's true. He probably does think
3: it's tomorrow. No, That's hilarious. No, he definitely he probably, thinks it's tomorrow. Absolutely. He probably died he from a,
1: a kite flying uh, around his apartment <laughs> emergency kite flying that's right that is the taking off heads right that's what he was saying all right so what? snoozer of the week miami you didn't hear about that steve no yeah yeah so dre was talking about how oh. we have covid but for them they have kite flying that in bali the wind is so bad it takes kites and the strings cut off people's heads <laughs> Okay. I know, I know. This is some crazy
3: news it's, over there. I'm I, gonna I need more time to process that one.
1: I'm not even sure if it's real or not, but I believe him. Like I believe him because it's <laughs> the, the real pandemic. The that is too <laughs> crazy to make up. I, I I guess I have to Google it. I have to Google it. I, I guess. But let's let's talk prime time. Davis is our first game this week. He's talking. Miami, Jacksonville. Jacksonville, three-point favorites at home against Miami, who has no secondary, only three DBs healthy on the roster. Go ahead and bring us in, Davis.
4: I only have two that are major. Uh, Byron Jones is out for tomorrow's game uh, with a groin and Achilles injury. I don't know how you get both. Um, And then DJ Chark is still questionable with the adjusted back injury. And Devontae Parker, who I have in fantasy and is now starting, will play tomorrow. I am very excited because he will get me a lot of points. Um, I I I do expect the Jaguars to win. Uh, I think they'll cover. It's at three right now, um, and I'm going to take the over at 47 for the Jaguars. Uh, I think Minshew Mania is too too much for for the Dolphins. Uh, defense.
1: All right. So Minshew Mania getting the first vote from Davis. I'm going to go over to you, Kenny. How do you feel about those Jags hosting the dolphins?
5: The beard versus the mustache. It's going to be a good uh, <laughs> Thursday nighter. Just kidding. I'm definitely not going to watch that football game. I feel like it would make me ill to watch. So <laughs> I'm taking Miami. I'm not confident in it. If I'm being a hundred percent honest, <laughs> I just have a feeling more people are taking Jags and I'm trying to get the leg up. So I'm taking
1: Miami. Here. Miami's so <laughs> the in-state game. Kenny's taking Miami. He seems very confident if you ask me. Paul, what about you?
2: Well, since Dre isn't here, Minshew Mania <laughs> is going to run wild. You do not insult the mustache. You're going to learn, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You're going to learn real good on Thursday night. The Jags by a million. Book it.
1: Well, oh, literally somebody said Jacksonville by a lifetime. Oh, that was Andrew. Andrew says Jacksonville by a lifetime on our feed. Brandon, guest pick of the week here. How do you, who do you have in this game?
7: Well, a little fun fact for you. The Jaguars have not lost a home game on a Thursday night with starting Gardner Minshew against Ryan Fitzpatrick. So with that... I'm taking the Jaguars. What a stat.
6: What a stat. What's the record? 2-0 that's, or 1-0? That's the best stat I've ever heard, actually. Pretty sure it's 0-0 hey, right
4: now. Oh, no. Okay, 1-0. gotcha. Hey, <laughs> they never lose in the teal, all teal uniforms. They're, they're going all teal tomorrow. So, a little secondary stat for
1: Lots of NFL jinxes going on. Josh, who are you picking in this game?
6: I've learned from my past to never bet against a mustache. So, I am going with the mustache with Minshew. So, I'm taking them.
1: Menchu Mania is running wild right now on ITL. I'm going Jacksonville as well. I believe Jacksonville will win this game by two touchdowns. Steve, how are you feeling on this one? You with Kenny here? He's upset right now. Nobody's siding with him.
3: I'm, well, I'm never with Kenny. But listen, <laughs> I, as, I'm, I'm a beard guy. I love a good beard. Ryan Fitzpatrick's got a good beard. But he, he called out the mustache. And the only reason I don't do the mustache is because I can't pull that off. But Gardner <laughs> Minshew can pull off the 70s point stash. You don't bet against that, man.
1: All right. Jacksonville for Steve, too. So, everybody picks Jacksonville. Kenny will probably end up winning this one because Kenny's been on a roll. So, we'll let you have that one, Kenny. Chicago, going to Atlanta. Hey, Ernest,
2: yeah. Ernest that, that, that was brought to you by Manscape, right, with all the mustache and beard talk, right? Yes,
1: yes. Take That's care of your say. business, not only in on the segue. betting, but Great also – on the hair on your body. Manscaped could be a future sponsor for us. Let's talk about... Free, chi- free
3: advertisement already. That,
1: that's, that's free already. That's <laughs> free already. Chicago goes to Atlanta. Atlanta trying to avoid being 0-3, or maybe Dan Quinn wants to go 0-16 for Trevor Lawrence. Who knows? Atlanta is our three-and-a-half-point favorites for this game. Who has this game for today?
2: Atlanta, Chicago, I got it.
1: That's you, Paul. Lead us in on this yep. one. Yep,
2: yep. So... The injury report for the Bears isn't too bad. Uh, Khalil Mack, he's questionable with the knee, but he's been played the first two weeks with it, so I imagine he'll be ready to rock. Um, Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, both full participants today, so the Bears offense should be whatever the Bears offense is. So um, now Atlanta on the other side, I mean, just a Santa Claus list of injuries. We got Kendall Sheffield out. We got Julio Jones dealing with the hamstring. Um, that's something to keep an eye on for your fantasy because it sounds real iffy if he's even going to play. I mean, Calvin Ridley's already getting a big share of the targets there anyways, so it might be a decoy week for Julio at best. Um, Ricardo Allen out, Dante Fowler out, Jake Matthews out, Caleb McGarry out, Tack McKinley out. Um, I mean, they just have so many injuries. I mean, and I don't know how they are mentally either after losing that game. Um, yeah. they can swing one way or the other, either. It can be, you know, we had them guys and, you know, we just let, you know, had a lapse or it could be, you know what, we're already shit. We're just going in the toilet. Um, but I like Khalil Mack in that, that pass rush to take care of Atlanta and I got the bears to cover.
1: So taking the bears to win this game and cover, I, I don't know if that's going to be the, the popular pick here, but I'm going to go to Steve next and see if he agrees with you. How do you feel, Steve?
3: Uh, Bears. <laughs>
1: that's way,
3: Bears. That's way too long of an injury report. Um, I don't think Matt Ryan is going to be able to do what he did to Dallas' defense against um, the Chicago defense. And there's obviously some major – major problems with Atlanta's defense. But even, even Mitch Trubisky may be able to exploit it.
1: Wow. That's, that's kind of hefty there because Dak made mincemeat of that defense last week. Uh, Kenny, going to you next, Chicago or Atlanta?
5: Geez, I thought I was going to be alone in this one with Chicago as well. I mean, put some respect on the Bears. They're 2-0, and o guys. Like Trubisky's True. average Probably below average
1: below average,
5: (laughs) but Atlanta's defense isn't good. I mean, the bears, I think are going to get to Matt Ryan a bit. I don't think Julio's at a hundred percent. I'm just going to go with Chicago to win and cover.
1: Boy, I think Calvin Ridley's at 150% though, after watching him last week, Brandon, how do you feel about this game?
7: I'll be the first to take the contrarian pick. I'll take the Falcons, the bears. They beat the lions. Uh, The lions are the lions so right. I mean, it's a win but they also blew a 17 point lead and were an easy drop pass by swift to lose that game and then they beat a bad giants team without saquon barkley for most of the game sterling shepherd went down and daniel jones is he's not that great either so i like matt ryan i'm going to take the better quarterback in this game and they're going to pull off a victory after that terrible loss last week
1: Awesome. I am taking the Falcons to win as well, but I don't think they cover. I think this comes down to the wire. Um, it's going to be a close game because Chicago's defense is just that much better than what the Dallas defense actually offers. Um, and just because I have close game, close, close watching from that game. Um, I do think Julio is a problem right now. I do not think he can even run at 50% speed. He is more of a decoy and then dropping that pass that could have sealed the Dallas game. That kind of just shows that his mind was not on plane. So, Um, Falcons defense is trash so I am I am going to say that it's going to be a close game I'm going to take Atlanta to win and not cover Uh, going to you next Josh
6: I yeah I'm going with the Falcons for one reason I do not trust Mitchell Trubisky at all I'd rather have Matt Ryan throwing the ball if if I had to pick a quarterback out of the two so like Chicago's offense has not been great this year it's been okay but it hasn't been great and Atlanta's offense like I guess Julio Jones is gonna be injured but I mean they still have like uh, that gauge as well as uh Godley so I mean he has the weapons I think Todd Gurley's been under underused a little bit so you could see uh maybe some passing routes going out to Gurley more often I just I don't I cannot bet on the Bears I just can't there's just no chance I will so give me the Falcons and I think they cover by for sure a touchdown
1: Awesome. Thank you very much for that pick. I'm seeing somebody joining our screen and I knew he was going to show up guys. I jinxed it, but let's get your pick Davis and round out this, this, this second game, Chicago and Atlanta. Who do you have round us out?
4: Um, Every day I've woken up and I've looked at my board and I've switched this game because it's very indecisive. I don't know who to pick. So for now I'm going to go with the bears. Um, I just trust the two and O team and the bears defense uh, I trust that more than indecisive Falcons offense and and a team that's coming off of a bad bad uh, loss.
1: Yeah, big rest in peace to Gail Sayers. I know that he passed away. Uh, was that today? That was that was announced. Yep, yeah, today. So rest in peace. Shout out to his family. I hope uh, every everybody in Bears country is okay. Um, Dre, go pack, go. Perfect segue to that to that segment there welcome Dre
8: yo <laughs>
1: <laughs> glad to have you on buddy we're about to go into Dallas Seattle which I'm sure you're excited to talk about um, but if Hold you're up. watching or if you're listening go ahead Davis
4: you have the Bears and Falcons as a prime time and not the Rams and Bills
1: yeah, absolutely. All right, moving on to Dallas, Seattle. So when we're talking about uh, watching this show and, and listening on your podcast, don't forget you can comment, hashtag ELM on any social post to get a copy of Madden, be, a, be get a chance to win a copy of Madden or a $25 gift card of your choice. A comment, hashtag ELM on any social post, get you an entry. Dallas, Seattle, game of the week. Lots of offense, not a lot of defense coming at you. Dallas coming in with... Several injuries, but Seattle looks like they're taking the board. So uh, Chidobie Uzier is out for uh, the Dallas Cowboys. He's questionable right now, but he will be out for a couple weeks. Demarcus Lawrence is questionable, but will probably play. And Tyron Smith, of course, is hurt again. Um, Now, uh, when it comes to Seattle, Rashad Penny's still not playing. Uh, Bruce Urban now is out for the season, which is a big hit to that linebacker core for Seattle and then an array of different injuries for Seattle. Um, again, guys, st- story for Seattle and, and Dallas has been not a lot of defense, but able to pull it out with offense. We all saw that New England-Seattle game. That was a very good game, very good game for Cam, um, but Seattle couldn't stop it. So let's talk about this matchup. Dallas coming in, looking to keep showcasing their 3,000-yard receivers who are on pace and um, looking to uh, continue their. Mike McCarthy offense and special teams, questionable calls. Um, I'm, I'm dying, Dre. I appreciate you laughing, but I'm dying with the coaching right now. I am picking Dallas to win this game for one reason. And one reason only it's because when my daughter was born, the Dallas Cowboys are undefeated and I'm taking that with me to the bank, Dallas to win and cover this game. I'm sure you feel the same way, Dre. And I appreciate it. Kenny going to you next.
5: Well, it's, I'm the other Dallas fan, and if you're rolling with them, I mean, I don't know. I think I think I got to ride ride with you on this one. As much you as everything, you. as much as everything points to us losing this game, no Sean Lee, no Leighton Vanderesh. I mean, Seattle's got more playmakers on the defensive side. How about them Cowboys? Let's it's go, the Cowboys! Cowboys it's Let's a perfect Cowboys game. It's a perfect Cowboys
1: game. It's the perfect Cowboys game. Nobody expects us to win. Massive Nobody expects yeah, it's a terrible pick. All right, going to you, Brandon. You're shaking your head already. So, yeah, you can see the Dallas fan come out of us for this game. Go ahead, buddy.
7: Dallas is the best 8-8 eight eight team I've seen.
1: Thank you. I, pre- I take that as a compliment.
7: They are. they On paper, they're one of the best teams in the league. For some reason, they just can't seem to put it together every week. Um, I'm taking Seattle again. Russell Wilson has looked like one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback, in the NFL for the uh, through the first two weeks. Nine touchdowns, one pick. He's leading that team, and I'm going to take Seattle.
1: All right. Guest podcast, Fisher Butthole taking the Seattle Seahawks. Going over to you, Dre. Who do you have in this game?
8: I mean, just, just going back uh, really quickly, you said this was the game of the week, and I think you're forgetting that that's actually tomorrow, or <laughs> I don't know what day it is to you guys, but Jacksonville versus the Dolphins we've got. The stash versus the beard—that's the game of the week, my friend. Don't forget. This that. is what
4: happens when you show up late.
8: <laughs> we just, we, just that, talk, but... we, we put that
1: game first and foremost as the manscaped yeah. game of the week, right there. Yeah,
8: but <laughs> he first. just Ernest just said this is the game of the week, so it's, it's America's game fault. of the week for sure. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Cowboys is full of injuries, and you've got uh mr mccarthy who you guys are starting to get to know uh the games in seattle russell wilson has just become the number one odds favorite in vegas to be the mvp so far so i'm gonna take seattle sorry ernest
1: dre takes (laughs) his first l of the week josh you are up next i am not
6: falling for this i'm not falling for the cowboys not doing it I don't care if they came back and won that fucking game. I'm not falling for them. I'm, I'm taking Seattle.
1: Josh, that's a loss for you, buddy, but we'll, we'll go ahead and let you roll with that. We'll let you roll with that. Steve.
3: Dallas is absolutely screwed in trying to stop Russell Wilson and that Seahawks offense if they couldn't have a chance at stopping Matt Ryan and the banged-up Falcons offense. So this is Seattle, and it's not really much of a game.
1: I love it. I love it. Everybody pick against the Cowboys. Davis, you're up next.
3: As
4: much as a Cowboys fan as
1: I am, I'm saving my record
4: so I can catch up to you. (laughs) So I'm picking the Seahawks.
1: That's terrible. You should be ashamed of yourself, but I love it. The Seahawks are covering. And the Seahawks are covering. Paul! It's frozen. No! All right. We're going to skip Paul then on it. that one.
0: You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app. And follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today.